Welcome to Talking Turns with Lacey and George, where we take turns talking and the talk takes a turn. I'm George Knapp. And I'm Lacey Polka Dot Princess Atkinson. Just a friendly reminder, this podcast contains mature content, adult themes, language, and George who has no filter. So get those youngsters out of the room or choose not to listen yourself if you find adult language offensive. This podcast is intended for adults only. Hey, this is George Knapp, and thanks for listening. Uh, Today, I'll be interviewing Lacey Atkinson, my partner in crime, who's already giggling, and we haven't even started the interview yet. He's just so funny. giggling. Being in the room with George is funny. Stop giggling. I'm going to ask her some questions. She got to ask me some last time. So I'm like, okay, fine. Fair enough. Lace. You get to call me that only because I love you so much. That is what my family from the North calls me. Go um, ahead. And I'm from the North. So there. There you go. Maybe people from the North like to give people nicknames. It's a thing. Speaking of the North, where were you born and raised? And how does that factor into shaping your view of the world? I grew up in Mayberry, quite honestly. Um, born and raised here in Darlington, South Carolina. My parents are from... Minnesota and North Dakota. So they moved here in the mid seventies and the culture here is a lot different from the culture there. I will say that I have a very sheltered perspective. I was blessed enough to grow up in a town where I could walk to school in the mornings and walk home in the afternoons. Um, they call them latchkey kids, but you know, that's what they call them now. But to us, it was pretty normal to have a key to our house, to walk in, leave the doors unlocked. Um, I think part of that is the reason why I remain positive and think the best of people because I grew up in a town that at that time, um, felt safe. It felt secure. Um, there were not a lot of things that I was scared of. So, I grew up in a really, really nice, comfortable, safe environment. Well, that's good. That seems like it should be healthy. You would think. You would think. Okay. I'm sure we'll explore how that might not be healthy We absolutely will, yeah. So all these people in this nice town, tell me about a person who had a significant influence on your life. There are many, many people here who have really influenced me in many ways. Uh, There's one that really stands out to me, and... This person is no longer with us. His name was uh, Sergeant Major Tyrion. He was uh, an instructor in our junior ROTC program in high school. And this was a time in my life that um, my father had divorced from my mother. So I had no real solid male role model at that time. I was... I excelled in schoolwork. Believe it or not, George, I did get A's most of the time. I totally believe it. You're, you're smart. Everybody has a different type of yeah. IQ. You're just, mm, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you don't study the same subjects I do. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I did things like band and students against drunk driving and all these different clubs, but my favorite one was... Nerd alert. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I, I am and was a nerd as well. I'm yeah. just saying, but. Academic just, challenge, but I made out on the back of the bus on the way to the meets. Just saying that. Slutty nerd alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was great. But anyway, 
That's the subject for another day. What was it with another human? Um, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Extra, extra points for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyway, back to uh, Sergeant Major Tyrion. You know, I was raised uh, very conservatively in a very Christian environment. Sergeant Major Tyrion was the first person I met who was an atheist. He uh, made me realize that uh, I could see past religion and still have a lot in common with somebody. Um, I really liked the way that he taught information to students. It was very direct. But also, besides that, you know, he, he taught me how to shoot a rifle. He taught me how to shine my boots. He taught me how to have pride in the things that I do, even if it means staying up until 2 o'clock in the morning and shining the brass that goes on my uniform, that simple things like this really do make a difference. And when it came down to do we both believe in the same God or not, at the end of the day, that really did not matter because we were kind to each other and we took pride in the things that we did. Cool. Kind. That's your favorite word. And I like the fact that that's your favorite word. That's not, I'm not making fun of you when you say, I say that. Right. I think that's nice. I think, I think it's, as Frank Burns once famously said on MASH, it's nice to be nice to the nice. (laughs) I like that. One of my favorite quotes. That's a good one. Um, And yes, I have watched every MASH episode at least 42 times. I can tell you within the first, uh, it's like name that tune. Within the second line of dialogue of the script, I can tell you which episode it is. I have never watched. That's because you're so much younger than me. Absolutely. Seriously, that's why. Okay. What's your favorite food and why? But here's the caveat before you answer. There's always one. I want you to be graphic about this food. And I mean graphic. I want want you to make my passionate um, embrace of grease on a cheeseburger... Sound like G rated. Okay, I want you to be absolutely graphic about what it is you like and why you like it. It's really odd, George. It may surprise you that I really like something very odd. But I want you to think about an extreme salty crunchiness that comes from the kettle chips. Then add to that the slightly greasy, a little plasticky, very fake flavor of canned cheese. Yeah, that's right. You're talking like cheese whiz, right? Not to use a not trademark. Cheese whiz. No, no. Okay. No. When you say canned cheese, Easy what do you mean? Cheese. Easy cheese. But there's only one flavor you can use, and that's American. Of course. God bless America. Right. Don't get the sharp cheddar. Don't get the bacon flavor. That's for dogs. So, besides the fact that you have the salty crunchiness, you have the soft. Gooey, fake, gooey, cheesy. Fake cheesiness. It's got some kitty whipping in there you know somewhere. What I really yeah. like about it is that you can make a design on your chip so that every chip you eat can be beautiful. In snowflake your chips. They are snowflake chips. And you can make smiley faces for your kids. You can make flowers if you feel like flowers. If only the canned cheese had glitter in it. If only. And oh you, my you God. know what? If you're having a bad day, you can look like you can make it look like a turd pile. Wow. That is graphic. <laughs> And I appreciate your graphicness. Thank you. If that's not a word. Okay. Graphicity? Your graphology, your graphical, the graphical, the graphic nature of your response. That's good. Okay. How's that? That's great. That's almost professional radio talk there. Sound like you're on a podcast. Speaking of professional radio talk, here's a high level question. 
what's the dumbest thing you've ever thought? Not done, not necessarily said. What's the dumbest thing you've ever thought? Shit, George, that's hard because I've thought a lot of dumb things. That's why I asked it, because I knew you've thought a lot of dumb things. You're almost carry that as a badge of honor that you think of dumb things. And so I said, well, she loves dumb things or thinks she thinks dumb things. So what's the dumbest? By definition, the dumbest is the dumbest. Nothing can be dumber than the dumbest. I can't recall specifically one, like one thing. I just think really dumb things all the time. Or I think about random shit. Like, I mean, it was probably pretty dumb for me to put glitter on a popsicle stick in the studio. That, you know, I, I think of kind of dumb things and then they end up being kind of fun things. I don't know. Not I mean, dumb like, like as in uninformed. Oh, well, see, ignorant then, things. I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't know what I don't know. So, you Donald Rumsfeld now? Yeah, exactly. The yep. unknown unknowns. The unknown unknowns. Um, okay, so I'll tell you something that I dumb that I posted on Facebook. There you go. Um, and it <laughs> nothing like if you're going to embarrass yourself, do it. Okay. For the whole world okay. to see. So I'm going to embarrass myself and, uh, in front of all of you. A second time. So you're going and, for round two of. When I posted on Facebook, that embarrassed me. Yes. So now you can be embarrassed the second time around. Thankfully, there are people who corrected me um, when I used an ethnic slur. I did not mean it in the way that it was read because in the South, we use this term. Please listen frequently. to the disclaimer at the end of the show about opinions expressed aren't blah, blah, blah. Please, please, please hang so, with the end of the show. Yes. To hear the disclaimer. Go ahead. I stated that I have a gypsy soul. Whoa, so my DNA says I'm part Romanian. So when I say that so, to you, it is a I'm going to toss your sorry ass out of my house in about three seconds. I'm right. just kidding. And to me, that means that I love our vintage Airstream, and I like little pictures with the Airstream embroidered on it and, you know, shades of teal with pops of pink and green. So you're talking about kind of the wanderer, right. yeah, field like, jive, the right. camp out kind of gypsy kind of vibe. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't mean like, you know, thrown out or sent to, you know, internment camps. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean. Well, I should certainly hope not. I mean, I have a gypsy. I mean, like, I don't have a gypsy soul. Like, the this is the memorial of the shoes of the people that passed away that were gypsies that were, you know, homeless and, you know, starved to death. I mean, I have a gypsy soul. Like, I don't like to stay home. And so, <laughs> when I posted that in a group of 64,000 people. Some of whom were probably of Roma background or something. Correct. Um, or were just politically correct people that wanted to sort your shit out. Yes. Someone very kindly sent me a message and said, you may want to rephrase that. And I will tell you that I had just come from Myrtle Beach, where this phrase was written on many t-shirts. So... I learned that just because it's written on a t-shirt and sold in a store in public does not mean that it's okay to say on Facebook. Okay. And yes, I would agree with that. Yes, absolutely. And I did not realize how offensive it was. So I did some studying and I looked at some monuments. Um, I noodled it. That's George and I's word for uh, looking things up on the internet. We noodle it. Um, I noodled it and I learned a little bit. And the next time I used the word gypsy... It will not be in relation to traveling in an airstream. Okay. So for those of you that are still awake, I'm going to ask. <laughs> I'm going to ask Lacey the next question. 
she asked me if you if you remember because I'm sure by this time we have a quite a following. She asked me what my favorite color was, and that's that's a nice question. That's a very nice question. But I said, hey, I can do better. Mm. So I want to know what's your favorite texture. Mm. There's only one texture that I well, not one texture that I adore. Uh, my favorite texture is clean sheets. Okay, stop. That's fine. That answers the question. Okay. Okay. Now, what's your favorite smell? Okay, so this just goes to show how prissy I am. There's a laundry detergent that you can only buy in boutiques. It's called Diva. George rolls his eyes as I say this. <laughs> it is about $90 per gallon. Um, it is a indulgence of mine, but um, the smell of it's not the smell of the Diva laundry when it comes out of the dryer. It's the smell that happens when the laundry is in the dryer. The way it makes the entire house smell fabulous. Like a Diva. <laughs> okay, we're learning all kinds of things about Lacey. Many of which um, I find fascinating. So if you could take a picture of something uh, of a meme of somebody that said, I can't even with you, that would be George's face right now. Like, I can't even with you right now. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's a question I was going to ask you for fun. Okay. It's not meant to be dirty or sexual in nature, even though it is a sexual question. You don't either, A, you don't have to answer it, or you can answer it, and then I can delete it if you want me to delete it. Good. Vibrators. Must have, overrated, or something in between? So, Mom, turn the podcast off and do not listen to my answer. I think women should be responsible for their own pleasure. I think that um, traditionally, women... Wow. you should see her face. She talks about me being all serious. She is so freaking focused and serious right now. I think traditionally women were taught to leave their pleasure up to men. And I think that, um, a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of young girls are misguided on, um, the physical aspect of sex, not just the emotional, emotional aspect, but the physical aspect. So I do think women should know their bodies. I do think they should use vibrators. Um, I do think that they should be open in communication with their spouses about it. And George was trying to make this a funny question, but really to me it's very serious because I have young girls. Am I going to teach them and show them? Absolutely. But vibrators, definitely yes. Um, so I was asking for either must have, overrated, or something in between. So I'm I'm guessing you're saying must have. It's gonna be it's gonna be a must have okay. because um, based on female anatomy, it's not always possible for a male to help a female achieve orgasm. What I like to do for our loyal listeners is to ask you a question, a two parter about yourself. I want you to confirm something about yourself that might seem obvious, but you'd like to definitely confirm something that our listeners probably believe is true about you, but you can confirm that it is in fact true about you. And then something that is not so obvious that you'd like to share so that they learn something new and surprising about you. Okay. okay. So something obvious that you're confirming, something not so obvious that you're bringing to their attention for the first time. Okay. So I am going to confirm something that I have really stepped into lately. And that is that don't be too shocked. I am a people person. So I've stepped into that and really embraced it and realized that I am energized, motivated, and love to be around people. 
I love going places that people know me. It's very exciting to see new faces, especially faces that recognize me, which is why I go with the polka dot princess, because when I wear polka dots, people know who I am. It's actually a great way to spot me in a crowd. George is falling asleep. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm nodding my head, actually. <laughs> so when, when you're in a group of 1,400 people, per se, and you're the person that's always wearing the polka dots at every event, they know who you are, and they come give you hugs and give you selfies, and you get to talk to them all, not just when you're there, but you get to talk to them and, and form long-lasting friendships. So um, people motivate, inspire, energize, encourage me. What you might be surprised to learn is... I'm also an introvert. So, after I am energized, excited, motivated by people, I go back home, I crawl into what I call my nest, which is my bed, surrounded by all the things that I like, and I have some downtime. Every time that I'm around people and get energized, it takes me maybe two or three days to charge my batteries and be ready to be around other people. So I literally stay at home and don't talk to anyone for days after speaking to many, many people for an entire weekend. Weird? No, I not weird. Maybe not typical, but certainly I don't think 100% atypical. I'm sure there are other people who do similar things. I mean, I love to take naps. I don't know if that's nesting per se, but I do like to be alone in quiet, dark places, even if I'm not actually sleeping, but I call them naps. It's right. sometimes it's meditation. It's just it's just me time. It's usually after spending time with people. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's people that I enjoy and love, I just cannot I can't be a people person all the time. I have to I have to turn that on. I, it's a, a switch I have to flip on right. purpose. It's a yes. it's a purposeful thing. Where the being alone part, I don't have to flip a switch. It's it comes more naturally. So I, I totally get I totally get where you're going there. So maybe it's like processing um, time afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So um, because my other question about glitter failed so miserably, and it's probably going to get edited out, I'd like to ask you. <laughs> um, so glitter, what's the deal about glitter? You seem to love glitter. Okay, there's one. The biggest reason why I love glitter is because my brother hates it. Can we just put that on the record, just so everybody knows? Well, sure. I mean, you can put anything on the record. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's mark that one down. As our disclaimer says, um, you know, you own your opinions, and right. they are yours, and solely yours. So, as a uh, Marine, he, uh, despite, you know, the guys would get picked on if they had any glitter on them whatsoever. So, it kind of started as, when my brother was around, I would put a little glitter on just to aggravate and humiliate him, I would put some on him. Particularly if he had a bit too much to drink, I would cover him in glitter, and then it kind of became a fun thing. And then it became a sort of like an artistic expression. After playing with the glitter makeup, um, I kind of felt like on a daily basis when I, when I do makeup on my face, it's an art form. And some days I choose to, you know, keep it simple and and do a vintage look. Some days I add a lot, a hell of a lot of glitter because I feel sparkly that day. Some days, Georgie, just feels sparkly, you know? Yeah, I get accused of that a lot, actually. You know, people come up to me all the time and they say, George, you're awfully sparkly today. Exactly. I mean, some days you just really feel sparkly and you just have to let it shine. (laughs) He is rolling his eyes (laughs) so hard at me right now. 
But my favorite glitter is like a teal, I need to go take a nap now on my teal, nest. Teal <laughs> turquoise glitter. George is like, I've had enough of this. Um, teal turquoise glitter. Teal kind of yeah, turquoise yeah, glitter. Right. It really, really pops on the eye. Um, yeah. But I like glitter. I like glitter mostly in makeup. Um, I don't like it all over my house as much. Of yeah. course, I do plenty of crafts with it, but makeup mostly. George is asleep now. So is there like a is there like a glitter um, fan club? Is there like a glitter thing? Is there like different types of glitter? I imagine as an engineer, I'm thinking of glitter probably comes in different sizes. So oh, you have yes. very fine powdery glitter, and then you have yes. very coarse, heavy grained glitter. You, you have glitter that reflects a lot of light or a little bit of light. Right. Um, some might even be um, create its own light. It might be um, uh, bioluminescence or, or some other kind of luminescence cool. built in. So I'm really fascinated by the science behind everything in the world. Right. And so because you're so passionate about glitter, and I could give a shit less in general. The way to make me excited about glitter is to talk about the science behind glitter. So, so I so, have a holographic glitter that hmm. is in a gel base. Okay. And star shaped. Hmm. But what makes it a holograph? Because that doesn't make sense. So, okay, Holo- holographic is the rainbow. It's the term shiny effect. Is the term we use to describe not we. I mean, in the glitter world. In the glitter world. Okay. I'm not talking about your Star Trek. Now, like do that. unicorns fart glitter? Is, um, that, is that true or is that false? We'll talk about the existence of unicorns later. So you're not but, even going to throw me a bone here and say, um, you're not going to be definitive on the question of do unicorns fart glitter or not? I, I it's a simple yes or no question. No, it's really not. It's really, I mean, that's a really in-depth topic. It depends on the unicorn? I think it depends on the unicorn, what breed of unicorn. Oh, there are breeds of unicorns? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So that's another show topic. I think I'm sick that week, but feel free to do that show on your own. Breeds about, of unicorns. About unicorns. All about unicorns. Just featuring Lacey. Just don't ever featuring sit on one. Lacey. That's all. Okay. All right. It's, it's physically hurting George to ask me these questions right now, you guys. He's in physical pain talking about unicorns. And well, the kind of questions I really wanted to ask you were things like, which one's your favorite child? So that that would be on the record for like in the future when they are adult enough to listen to this podcast. And then they say, I always knew it was her. The, um, the favorite child is always I, the one who's the neatest at the moment. But I, I'm not going to ask you that question, even though you answered it anyway, like a mom. <laughs> I was going to ask you a question about um, what do you like most about doing this podcast so far? Bear in mind, we're only three episodes, an introduction and a closing into it. What do you like the most? This podcast has been a true exercise in patience. And George, I think you know why when I say that, that it has been a true exercise in patience. And I have learned that I enjoy being patient. And I enjoy seeing your passion for the project. Um, And I enjoy covering topics that I might not normally cover. Uh, I also have a laugh with you because you're so freaking serious all the time and he's probably going to fuss at me because I just went above 12 decibels. So um, I really like our, that our personalities are so different. We have so many things that are completely, completely opposite, yet we can sit and talk for hours on end and still enjoy ourselves and still hopefully like each other. And George keeps trying to butt in and say something, but I keep talking. And he's like, oh, my God, she's still talking. I'm going to fall asleep. No. No, I'm actually giving her a double thumbs up. I mean, she's doing fine. I don't know what her problem is. But uh, 
you can't see my face. So as far as you know, I'm good. I like that. I like that we're different. I like that we can have conversation. And um, I, I think that a lot of times we're going to agree to disagree, which is really cool. But I think that we're going to learn from that. So, yeah, that's what I like about it. Okay, great. So um, that great did not sound enthusiastic. Give me a better, like more enthusiastic. Like Great. Yes. That was so fake. People that know me know that my great is great. I mean, it's like when somebody does well in my family life or my work life, I say great. I mean, I just say great. And whereas my sarcastic great is great. Did you pick up the difference? Did you hear the difference? And the eye roll included. So nonverbals are very important to me. That's why I'm doing a podcast. Right. Makes perfect sense, and right? I'll try to because I can I have plausible I have plausible deniability that way. People can say, Well, what did you really mean when you said this? I can say, Well, what, what did you, you think mean? I meant? Right. You know? Whereas if they see me on video, they can read your face. They can like read my book. face and say, Oh, I know what you were saying. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So everyone Just be, remember, be, be kind to yourself. Absolutely. Be kind to yourself <laughs> and good show. Good show. Thanks for listening. The theme music is courtesy of Mr. Scruff. Some photography is courtesy of Photographs by Andrea. Talk and Turns and its content is produced by George Knapp and Lacey Atkinson and is protected by a copyright and therefore any misuse, redistribution, or copying of the content without the expressed written consent of the producers is most likely illegal. Please don't steal our stuff. The opinions expressed on Talk and Turns are solely those of the speaking participants and in no way reflect the opinions of our employers, partners, sponsors, associates, or affiliated groups. These include but are not limited to RSI Incorporated and photographs by Andrea. Look for us on the web at Facebook and Instagram and be sure to check out our website at www.talkinturns.com. That's T-A-L-K-N-T-U-R-N-S. Dot com. And remember, be kind to yourself.